What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the Kings Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we are awesome. Yeah, it's me, Justin. And that's Meals. 205. What's Yo. up? <laughs> um, oh wow, 205. We should have done a 205 live thing, man. What is what is up with that? When's the last time you watched 205 live? Uh when's the last time? Has to be over two years now. I was like, hey, this ain't 205 no more. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, would you say it was 2.05? <laughs> NXT 2.05, baby. Come on. I mean, they still had the NXT sign up in the background. Clearly, they give no dams about making sure the branding or, or anything is on point for the show. We tape it at the, after NXT or before NXT. Just deal with it. Um, it's after. Right? Is what? it after? Or before? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't have a they they no spoilers allowed. We don't know when is anything is taped anymore. <laughs> yeah, I like that though. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good feeling. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch Two Five a lot, but you know, it is. Well, when's the last time you watch NXT UK? How about that? I watch. I watch it every week. Oh really? Oh my god. Yeah. Does, it, does it still air live? No, it's uh it's still taped. Um, but I think uh honestly, like to be real honest with you, like I really do feel like as far as in ring stuff, it's probably the best wrestling show of the week. And I watched Dyn- I watched Dynamite a whole month and it was definitely better than Dynamite. <laughs> um, okay, I'll have to tune in because I I like the I, I've seen the look of people. Who's those um handsome devils? What are they called? Pretty thing. pretty pretty deadly, yeah. Pretty deadly. I like those guys look. I like the cut of their jib. So they um, are without any cap, probably top five tag teams in the company right now. They're great. Ooh, okay, okay. So yeah. I definitely tune in to watch that. Or at least, you know, there's some on YouTube, NXT UK. Come on. I do. Man. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but not so what they throw on YouTube is one video and it's a compilation of everything that happened on the show because God knows they're not putting like seven videos on this shit. Okay, so okay, so what if I would just give you a link? I mean, Peacock literally just gotta search them and they, they come up. Just find a match. It's really good. Yeah, but, yeah. Their, their match against Gallus from last week was one of my favorite matches of the week last week. Okay, all right. It was right. good. I'll tune in. I'll tune in. I'll, I'll, I watch. I watch NXT UK in the same way that I would watch like old school NXT, where I would just like it. It would, it would be on. It's not exactly like I'm not watching it the moment it comes out. But I'll probably watch it Sunday morning when I'm like cleaning up or something like that. But it's always like a really good watch. Like it, it's consistently a, a great watch every single week. I think that if there's anything of these new NXT changes that needs to stay the same, this should be this should stick the same. This should be the work rate show. Do they have people yet? What do you mean? Oh no, they don't have people yet. No. Okay. Well, I mean the, the the Corona situation in Europe is like it, I I think it's probably a little bit more strict than it is out here to to do something like that. I would I would think. But then again, they just had the wireless festival, so I would imagine that I guess crowds will come back imminently for NXT UK too. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure Triple H is like, huh? Oh shit, yeah. Like, um, I don't know how he control. I don't know who who. I don't know who's running what. Why did we? Why is this a tangent conversation? But I don't know who's running what over there. Like, how does the operations handle? Does there's someone who's just like over there and they handle everything, and then they just kind of got to report to Triple H, like every other Friday, 
or something. It's like pretty deadly. I think there's a I think there's a team that's like boots on the ground over there for sure. But I I do know that I think I heard one one interview, I think it was like Jenny or somebody said that they have like regular like Zoom meetings with with the with uh HBK. H, it's it's HBK's show. That's 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 his thing is uh NXT UK. Mm, okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. I think I mean Drugganoff like literally just got back. I think the new taping schedule started sometime either last week or this week cuz I think he literally just got back <laughs> to the UK. It's no stranger for the NXT champion of whatever brand to just be missing for a couple of weeks on the show. So <laughs> You know, it just is. That's just how it does. I mean, I don't expect Usa NXT Ch- Champa. I, I guess Champa will be back. He's going to be there every week. Yeah, it's a different show. But even bigger than that, uh, we got to talk about, you know, on No Holds, no Holds Barred this week, we got to talk about the Ric Flair aftermath to the dark side of the ring shit mm-hmm. show. <laughs> Okay, so do you want me to read the, the statement he put up yesterday? You ready for it? I'm ready, yeah. So this is in response to the story on the on Dark Side of the Ring of Ric Flair uh, being in a robe and accosting the, the uh, flight attendant, uh, Heidi, and making her t- you know touch him, which was many people have said was true. This is Ric Flair speaking. On notepad, on, on the notes app, by the way, just to let you know how sorry he is or not sorry. Every person, <laughs> every person that I've worked with has not, said not to post a response. Ding, ding, ding. But I've never run from past behaviors that's before. And I'm, that's the first red flag. <laughs> I've never run from past behaviors before, and I'm not going to start now. I want to clarify a few things. About four years ago, I gave ESPN full access to my life for a 30 for 30 special. They covered taxes, financial issues, adultery, divorces, and the passing of my child and drinking slash partying at length. Rory Kempf, desperate to, to matter for another 15 minutes, did an interview about it this morning. When Rory's lips are moving, he's typically lying. But one part of what he said was the God's honest truth. I've never heard that he had forced someone to touch his genitals, Carp uh, admitted. Everything with Rick that was construed as negative, I tried to address in a 30 for 30. His drinking, his philandering, his adultery, his money problems, there's quite a bit. But never, at least in the people that I spoke to, no one ever brought up that he would force himself on somebody. I allow my personal life and the lives of my wife and children to be turned upside down for one reason. Whether it's good or bad, even in the really bad, the truth has to matter, even in wrestling. My issues have been well documented over my 40 plus year career. The impact of drinking too much, which nearly killed me five years ago, has been told time and time again. The reason Rory or anyone else for that matter never heard stories of me forcing myself on anyone is simple. It never happened. Now, let, let's, besides the fact that people told him not to say anything. I got points already. <laughs> um, this is not, before you get to your points, this does not absolve you from exposing yourself to people. Uh, <laughs> I hate old people. Um, <laughs> here's my first point. So you said everything out this man's mouth is a lie, except this thing. Yeah, <laughs> that you're talking about. everything he usually says is that. But what the one thing that's truth? So I didn't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Second point. Good Lord. What, did you think that, like, 
because you're listing like I've given this part of my life and all the bad things that that's supposed to be it. Like because what you shared is what you shared and that should be kind of the end of the story that we No. People have been telling story about Ric Flair for years. Stuff that isn't featured on 30 for 30s or featured in WWE documentaries or featured in books or stuff like that. Because that's their experiences that they have to go through. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? With mm-hmm. you. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily just because you painted your experience, your life in a certain way and you remember it in a certain way and you did things a certain way. And you're, you've no doubt you have no shame in saying like, yeah, I used to party all the time, you know, Space Mountain, blah, 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 and deal up and hype up those part of your lives. But when it comes to people, someone being sexually assaulted, you're just like, whoa, that wasn't me. Yeah. How dare you? He didn't even say sorry. No, he <laughs> didn't. There's not one word of sorry or apologies or anything of the rather in this. Yeah, I... <sighs> I feel Besides bad. Besides that, I feel bad for who? <laughs> Charlotte. I mean Heidi as well, but Charlotte because I know she's rolling her eyes at this. Well, I I think I mean I feel like Charlotte's trying to get away from him for a really long time. I feel like she was like completely okay with him leaving WWE a couple like a month ago. I think WWE dodged a huge bullet here by letting him go last month too. Because if not then, they would have definitely forced it today or yesterday. Yes. You know. They would have for sure forced it. it they would have. He would have been gone by the weekend, and it wouldn't. It would have been a one sentence post on the on the website. Um. The issue with this is, and you know, a lot of people try to you know retroactively cancel people. The thing that's weird about Ric Flair is that we've known this. It is in the thirty for thirty. It's in the the WWE camp show. It's in a lot of stuff. What he's done, and it has been. No, no one is blameless, right, Mills? Like no one is. No one is. Like, you know, everyone thought this was normal. It was okay. It was. It was normalized. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like it's not really on anyone. This point to point blame in any one company, any one person, whether it be Tommy Dreamer or Jr. or anybody. It's not on any. Like they're all complicit in enabling this. The whole wrestling industry was complicit in enabling this. What mm-hmm. this episode of Dark Side of the Ring did was bring it right back to the forefront and say hey this is not okay and he should probably apologize for this now what rick did instead of instead of it being like oh shit i did that a long time ago there is a long it is a long time past but maybe i should apologize for that right now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. he didn't do that and that's why people are packing him the fuck out right now because the the fact of the matter is even if you didn't do that You did some other shit that was not okay. And you should probably just, you you could, you should reconcile that first. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's all we ask him. A little bit of decency, a little bit of. (laughs) My question is this. My, My question is this. My question is this. Sure. Do we need Ric Flair anymore? I mean, currently, no. We do not need Ric Flair at all. We do not need Ric Flair in any sort of instance. His legacy is going to live on. Whether whether um, he's here right now or not, he could retire and just not be thing, but he's still going to be known as Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, 
because he's just a cornerstone of wrestling. He's a Babe Ruth of wrestling, all this other stuff like that. He's such a cornerstone of wrestling. But do we need Ric Flair currently on our televisions, occupying our space, our mental time, our wrestling time, or any of the time? No. We haven't for a long time. Yeah. it's I, I, I pose this question. A lot of people said no. I feel like there's a lot of people that would probably argue the the <clears throat> the the opposite. But it's the same thing with like Hulk Hogan. Like did are these people need it? I'm actually shocked that WWE hasn't rolled him out even more <laughs> since they brought fans back. But these guys aren't needed anymore. Pirate with Titus. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was I mean that was their first show back with fans. You know, mm. I get it. I get it. So Ric Flair, who knows? I would have, I would imagine that AEW was gearing up to have him paired with Andrade. I highly doubt they do that now. They're a little bit smarter than that to 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 do that. I would imagine that the Andrade thing just kind of gets rewritten and they go somewhere else. They go in another direction with that. I hope. I would hope so. I would hope so. Before we get to the rest of the No Holds Barred, um. The Miz on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Oh, come on. Let me tell you something. Let me let me give my little review on the Miz's dance from last night. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind. The Miz is the whitest man that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> he is. You can clearly see, and I love Miz. You can see the effort is there. You can see the pace, you can see the time, you can see all the other stuff. But there's one thing about being black is that you got rhythm by default. <laughs> by <laughs> default. You can't fake rhythm in a sense. But he's doing the best he can, and we can only hope that he improved. I I, I, I watched a little bit last night. Um, it has a good cast of Dancing with the Stars. Nobody got good scores. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I think the highest score was Jojo Siwa. <laughs> he was a bitch and I Siwa. Nigga, he's a bitch. Jojo Siwa. No, she had a shout out to her. Nah, she killed it. She killed it. I saw her. Amon Shumpert killed it. I don't remember who else was there. I heard Jan from The Office was there. I was like, oh, okay. They got a cast today. Um, I always had a crush on Jan, man. Jan was insane. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. Hello. Uh, all right, let's move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, before we move on, Patreon. We have about seventy something followers, seventy something patrons. If you get us to one hundred, me and Mills will be doing the one chip challenge. That's right. For as low as three dollars, if you get us to one hundred, we will stream. Or, or, or record us doing the one chip challenge and put it up on the Patreon for you guys to see. It'll be... So here's the thing. I saw Manny do it the other day. He didn't even eat the whole chip and he just <laughs> exploded in... <laughs> okay, do, okay, what's the rules here? Do we got to eat the whole chip? You know what? Let's not... We don't have to eat the whole chip. Okay. I don't have to eat the whole chip. But okay. we definitely have to take a a generous bite of the chip. At uh, over fifty percent of the chip has to be okay. So, oh god, 
my fiance is like my fiance is like dude what do we have to buy because i like i'm lactose intolerant so like oh i'm gonna, I'm gonna be hurting like twice Soy milk, something. i'm going to personally depending on the time of the day that we do it i'm definitely going to call carlos or have some sort of member <laughs> a person that i trust an emergency contact um here in case i die i'm just letting you know yeah well there you go that that's the information uh we're, we're i think we're about like 74 73 74 away thanks to stat guy greg of course uh percent there <laughs> yeah Shout out to Stat Guy Greg for for joining the ranks of the A Show uh, Patreon and our Discord as well. Make sure you um, you know there's also an option to join our Discord if you go into patreoncom slash the A Show RNC and you'll see. Um, well, yeah. Let me check while we're here. Continue, continue. Okay, uh, you know there there there's you know so so many options that you guys can take on the Patreon. It's it's great. We're all talking in the Patreon. We got a little we're in the Discord. We got a good little community there. Shout out to to Cornell, shout out to Stat Guy Greg, all everyone who has just joined uh our Discord and is talking about AEW, talking about WWE, talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling, everything. And of course, you also get the A show early and also other episodes of the War Report, Rewriters Room, uh Spot Callers, of course, all of that early on the Patreon. Absolutely. Next up Wait, wait, wait. Want to give a quick shout out? Just a quick shout out. Since we're here, since we're already doing this, uh, since we're talking about the Patreon, want to give a quick shout out to, um, I think we did Ashley already, but I'm going to give a shout out to you again, Ashley. Ashley, Rob Bennett, Michael Perez, Amber Rosal, and Quest Jones for recent sign ups to the Patreon. I am so glad that you want to see us puke. <laughs> <laughs> Puke and, get, puke and get good content there you go there you go um <laughs> own heart and the estate of own heart martha hart of course uh sign it think the new deal with AEW for a uh a line of merch as well as an own heart tournament that will be featured soon i would imagine in AEW programming uh this is a multi-level marketing deal as well as a partnership so um i mean Good on Martha, um, for this is for that doing that. Two shit I've ever heard. <laughs> this is the what? The most black ground two point oh. <laughs> God. Oh bless. my God. God bless. I don't. I don't know how they'll get past not having any footage of him. Um. <laughs> They better pull some airport photos and some and some training. Better get some dungeon photos or something. Because guess what? All the parts you want to claim about, you ain't going to... Remember when they did Chris Jericho's 25th anniversary and they just had to have niggas call in? No. <laughs> uh It'll be interesting. I think it's... I mean, it's cool to get a, a new generation. I, I, I honestly think that AEW's fan base is like perfectly set for this type of thing. They're, they're into nostalgia. They're into like merch and buying extra stuff. And, you know, they got to maximize their their earning potential and stuff like that through partnerships like that. It's actually a smart deal for them, especially if Martha's not going to work with Vince, presumably ever again. 
Um, and it's good to get his name out there. I think that, you know, they, she holds his image and his visage so closely, which she, you know, rightfully so she should. Um, and they, and they get, you know, they get proceeds from that and they, they, they I mean, he even gets an action figure. He's going to be in the video game, all of that stuff. So, um, good, good on, good on her and, and good on AEW. I just wonder how they're going to navigate all of that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure looking at the way they handle the Brody Lee thing, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll do it respectfully. They got to put, they got to have a plan. So, you know what? Shout out to the state of Owen Hart. Um, you know, your legacy will live on. And you know what? Look forward to see that tournament that they have where the winner will win the Owen. Um, <laughs> the, the Owen. <laughs> I wonder when they'll have that tournament. Could it possibly be after someone's contract expires? Someone I mean, that's very close with the name Owen? Bye, nigga. Uh, next up, <laughs> do we have Sasha Banks watch this week? Sasha Banks watched. Have you seen Sasha anywhere? Um, we haven't seen her. She has posted on Instagram and Twitter. She she tweeted this morning, Vinny. So she's back. She's back to doing that again. Okay. Well, listen, Sasha Banks watch. Um, we we wane. I mean, she's gonna be back eventually. One day. Is there room for her considering everything going on? Um, considering they just <laughs> women couldn't compete on the show last week and we had we just had four this week. Um and considering that the women's the number one contenders to the women's tag team championships couldn't even get the shot to their own damn tag team championships on the show. Who knows? But they'll make room. I guess uh, Sasha Banks is a big star. They'll make room. <laughs> sure. Brian Danielson in the Players Tribune uh, put out an article this morning thanking WWE as he prepares to wrestle for AEW for the first time against Kenny Omega in a dream match in New York at AEW Grand Slam. You get a chance to read this article. I did get a chance to read this. It was beautiful. I read it this morning when I woke up. Um, One thing I can say about Daniel Bryan is he's... I've always appreciated how he speaks his mind yeah even and he doesn't feel any kind of like apprehension to or doesn't think that it's gonna he doesn't say anything that's gonna cause any waves but he's also not afraid to be like yes i worked for wwe for mad years and i was super successful there and now i'm working here because guess what i'm an adult (laughs) and that's how things work there's no like and i was never good there they didn't treat me right there. There's none of that. It's like clearly I main evented WrestleMania like two times. <laughs> well, it go it goes into what you said a couple weeks ago about how people think that Brian and Punk are like the same guy and they're gonna be doing the same type of thing. And I feel like the way Brian's handled it is like definitely going out and saying, Hey, I, I wanna go do this for a while. And you know, I'm I might be back and you can follow me if you want to, but it's okay if you still want to watch WWE too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he he was not you know, he wasn't inciting any type of wars. You know what I mean? And I think he's kept it respectful throughout the end. I might not follow him. I'll, I'll watch the match. I'll be the only match I watch this week. But I'm probably not going to follow everything he does there because I, I can't with that show. But I think that it was really classy. Classy move on the, on the part of Brian. I think he'll be back. He's got like a three-year deal. I mean, he might like re-up. He'll probably be there for five years. He'll, he'll be back. He'll be back to be inducted. I'm sure that's going to be the reason why he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. It's going to be sweet. I'm probably going to cry at the induction though, for sure. 
Uh, really quick, New Japan news. Tetsuya Naito out of the G1. Start. It's like their third or fourth night uh, with a knee injury. Damn, I was about to say tough break. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Damn. <laughs> damn, Jesus Christ! I mean, I guess there's no G show this year. Uh, there wasn't going to be anyway, but um, <clears throat> you know, New Japan is in the dirt, man. What? Why? Why should me and Cyrus have to subject ourselves to some of this stuff? They already blew to me. They blew their load the first night of the G1. The first two nights where they gave away Okada Tanahashi in that Shingo match in the first two nights. I, I don't really see much of a reason to watch past that, honestly. I, I, I'll, we'll probably talk about the finals, but other than that, I, I don't see it. <sighs> Sorry, no, no G show. No G show. But you, you are going to get spot callers. You are going to get legendary run on the Patreon. So there, there you, you go. go. You got um, one, one more thing. S- some guy on the AEW show named Ricky Starks. One of them type of brothers. Said in a new interview, <laughs> you know what type of brothers I'm talking about. Said WWE insults their audience and they kind of get away with it. I couldn't remember seeing him wrestle at all in the month that I was watching Dynamite. Huh. I don't understand why I got to be this way. Why I got to be this way? But the timing, I, th- I think what I, the reason I put this on the, on the docket today was the timing was just so, like, you want to say this now? <laughs> like, you want to say this now when your company is, like, has all of this hashtag momentum, but also when the other company you're talking about is also has momentum as well. Why would you say this now? I'm so... Uh... Ricky Starks means nothing to me currently. <laughs> God bless him. But he means nothing to me currently. But I wish him the best as FTW champion. Whatever that means. Does that even have a lineage? <laughs> Brian Cage had it and I guess Taz. I guess if you're a member of Team Taz, you're going to have it. I think. I don't know. Let's move on. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, one more quick one. Really interesting comment by Tony Khan. Uh, there is apparently no vaccination policy at AEW. They're not, they're not requiring you to get it. I wonder why. I wonder who is not getting it. Um, he does say that he thinks that 80% of the roster is vaccinated. That's really like a catch-all statement, I think. Like... <laughs> like... <laughs> Like eighty percent is that all the office personnel? I I have a strong suspicion that eighty percent of us are vaccinated. <laughs> like, bruh, what? All right, whatever. I'm I'm I'm. Uh, does he think that like herd immunity is going to work on the AEW roster itself? Like, <laughs> no, but I think that the flippant the the flippant, you know reaction to that was like very telling as to like what the what the actual role I f- you know what i feel like <clears throat> i feel like they talk too fucking much on that company mm. i feel like they, they they say too much like whether it be good or bad i feel like they say things and then they walk it back because they say shit in the moment too much and it's like they oh. just need to shut up 
like when Brandy Rhodes says today, like, I feel people put too much. <laughs> she said today, I feel like people put too much into the fact that I'm supposed to be like helping women and helping minorities when a large part of 2019 is like, I'm going to help women. And also, I can't wait for people that look like me to be on TV. It's like, well. Yeah. So she says people I assume because I have an executive role that it's encompassing of everything that I have to do with women and people of color. And I was like, we, we didn't do anything, (laughs) (laughs) but also like you understand that you're a woman and you're a person of color in a business that doesn't always appease to women and, or people of color. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And then I have to pull up quotes of you, like, saying, like, oh, you want better for women in wrestling. And then you also, I want better for my people, POCs in wrestling. Did it just sound good when there was a microphone in your face and people were trying to, did the oven get too hot? Like, did it get, did it, did the, did, did everything get too crazy? Because I know she was talking spicy last month when she talked about that tweet and then deleted the tweet. Yeah. So, you know, it just is what it is. I they talk too much. They they talk too much, Mills. They talk way too much in this I, company. I agree. Let the Ricky business- Starks. Nigga, why is Ricky Starks even talking? Let the business work for itself because their business is working, but something somebody's going to say is going to fuck it up. I guarantee it. 100%. Uh, anyway, we're going to go to break. Uh, then after that, we're going to talk about two v- fantastic episodes of SmackDown and Raw. And we're going to predict Extreme Rules 2021, which now has an Extreme Rules match. If we didn't have one, we weren't going to predict it today. I was just going to tell you that right now, if we didn't have an Extreme Rules match. But uh, yeah, we'll be right back on the A-Show. No, Karen, I don't care. Get off the phone. What's up, man? I have been more than patient, more than respectful. So I'm not going to play this game with you anymore. When is my match? There's, there's not that much time on the show tonight. Come to me next week and we will figure it out. I don't know what your issue is with me, nor do I care. Because I've been here longer than you. I've accomplished way more than you. So you're acting as if I don't deserve to be here is pretty bizarre. I am a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, okay? And one thing you clearly don't know about me is that I never quit. So mark my words, one way or another, I am going to get my match. Now, do you feel that? Listen, I could hear the yes all the way in my house from this promo. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. First of all, she she's giving this type of energy. I'm going to use this a couple times in the episode, but hold on. She's giving this type of energy right now. Damn it. Just play. Big black nigga. Mm. <laughs> it's, can I name, name of the episode right there? <laughs> Come on. Big black nigga. Big black nigga. We're going to lose all of our sponsorships that don't exist. Uh, <clears throat> Stop sponsors us. <laughs> I hope you get a big Buford in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Um, SmackDown and Raw. Really high level thoughts here, really quick. SmackDown was really good to me. I thought it was good. 
lots of biggie roman teasing which of course we'll talk about when we get to raw <clears throat> it was a it was a kind of like a two show week here where we had to really watch both shows it was like a crossover week in comics so to speak uh the seth promo how'd you feel about that um i loved it i love that we're building towards this i i i, I have a big overarching thought on both shows that I'll share when we, you know, when we're wrapping this thing up. But I love the promo. I thought he, he he's he's off his rocker, and it's a great way to you know promote this entire thing going on. So you know, Seth Rollins, he's just double threat, triple threat. He's he's amazing at what he does. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair had a homecoming. Of course, it was in her hometown of Tennessee uh, with uh, Glenn Jacobs, anti-masker, anti-vaxer as well, and yeah. Becky Lynch. Oh my God! Well, listen. Uh, first of all, for this segment, big black nigga. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love the energy. Listen, I love the people that were behind. It felt good to have a hometown crowd, man. It felt good. No more um, Thunderdome, Thunderdome homecoming. How right, we can't, right? We could, we can stop. All right, Home, Thunderdome was. We had, we had to get through it, you know. We had to get through it. They would have had webcams of auntie, grandma, everybody in the front row, and it would have looked terrible. So I'm glad that we were able to do this. Shout out to that. Um, the segment was phenomenal. It was tremendous. It, ju- it just it was what it was. Like Becky has crossed over into that moment where um, they are starting to really get over her. And I think that we can now say that we're we're cooking with gas with this feud. I th- I think that they're they're doing a great job with this feud. I love yeah. that Becky cooking with grease, baby. Come on. <laughs> I I think that like Becky doing the rock bottom now instead of the disarmor is really really good. I think that's a really good change. I agree. I like it. I like it. Can can I can I make this statement? How interesting is it that SmackDown? is not the wrestling show anymore. And it always used to notably be the wrestling show. Bianca Belair hasn't wrestled in three weeks. Sasha Banks hasn't wrestled in three weeks. Seth Rollins wrestles once in a blue moon. Roman Reigns wrestles once in a blue moon. And these are kind of like the four corners. Sasha Banks is missing in general, but it just doesn't matter anymore. Um, SmackDown is not the wrestling show. Raw is the wrestling show. How wild is that to conceive? SmackDown has always been the wrestling show. Whether you can depend on promos or whatever it is, it's like, well, they got a good roster, so we're about to get some fire matches out of this shit. But the majority of it, they leave the wrestling to the the Dominic Mysterios and Sami Zayn's of the world. Yeah. And for storyline progression, for entertainment segments, you go to those, they deliver. They can because everyone's a dual threat on that show. Now, Monday Night Raw has some good-ass matches on that show. Listen, man. What a show. What a sh- fantastic Raw this week. And I feel as though every week, I thought that it was a good show for the past month. I'm not going to lie to you. I, th- I thought it was really good. No Drew McIntyre on this show, by the way, this this week. Mm-hmm. He's on. He's on the, he's at the UK tour. Yeah, um, But, I mean... The through line of the New Day versus the Bloodline, which was fantastic, into uh, the triple threat match between Roman, Biggie, and Bobby Lashley, 
which I'm glad that wasn't, they didn't just keep that to a house show match that deserved to be seen by everyone. They went about 20, 25 minutes on that match as well. Big black nigga. <laughs> I'm so, I am so. <laughs> I'm glad I figured out how to do this. Watch me now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, Raw was fantastic. I mean, from top to bottom, you had that six-man tag which opened the show. You had the main event which closed the show. It was just bookended by amazing matches. You also had that sick AJ Styles versus Randy Orton match. Um, you had Nia Jax got what was coming to her. <laughs> I said, are we here with Shannon Baszler? Have we have we arrived? <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can pull this shit up. But yeah, no, I mean the Shayna Baszler thing was a long time coming. We need that. We need that energy. We need that different type of that different type of energy on Monday Night Raw. Um, and I'm absolutely glad that Shayna Baszler. It seems like she's back and she's as dominant as ever. She felt she there was definitely regret, which is a nice, interesting little wrinkle to it. Mm-hmm. But I feel. Ultimately, she still feels like, yo, this is what I had to do. This is yeah. just, I, I I can't do this anymore. I can't be held down anymore. I got to break her arm and take her out and assert my place in the women's division. Now, speaking of the women's division as well, Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair got a little spicy in their segment. They want to, people want to fucking see this match really bad. And... I think that it is it says a lot to how people said that this Alexa thing wasn't working. And I think that Charlotte does work when she's facing someone that people want to see her against and that she's motivated to want to be against as well. I think she's giving just as much as Alexa's giving and having Alexa kind of break the not the fourth wall, but the wall of her character that she's been playing in order to do this was a great idea. I thought it was a fantastic idea to just let her kind of be herself with flashes of the playground character in the middle of that too. Absolutely. I think I've, I've said it for a couple of weeks. We got to stop thinking about this as the offspring of the fiend thing. Yeah. There's definitely like, you can definitely tell it's obviously like a spinoff, but they've tried to, they've taken it in their own direction a little bit. Um, it's not necessarily just like, Oh, we're still doing the fiend thing. Clearly she has some sort of motivations and things of her own. So, um, I love it. Yeah, it's really good. It. Um, one more thing on Raw: Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza finally teaming up again, or finally teaming up for the first time, rather. I saw him on main event. I didn't see him on main event. It, it, you know, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I hope they put the effort in, though. I hope it's there's the evolution of this team. I think they can be fantastic together. Angel Garza just being called up from NXT. And just not having a consistent spot really bugs me because he's really, really good. Um, But I think he continues to need characters to play off of. And I think Umberto will be very, very well in that role because he can look great next to Umberto because Umberto Carrillo has no soul. Okay. All right. Stop it. Uh, Extreme Rules. (laughs) Live from Cincinnati this weekend. Uh, Six matches announced... (laughs) <laughs> no biggie what you say i said oh ohio they love that fucking town wrestling loves ohio by the way 
Um, no biggie yet. Um, I would imagine probably not at all uh, if, if they haven't announced it by now. No RK bro and Bobby uh, versus Bobby and MVP, obviously, because MVP has been taken off the road to go get knee surgery. Uh, so it, that kind of leaves them without a number one contender. I, I'm, I'm wondering when that decision was made after Bobby and MVP got the damn number one contendership from that gauntlet match. They won that show long gauntlet. <laughs> so weird. And it was a, it was a good match, too. I thought it was I thought it was really I thought New Day did a great job. I thought it was a really cool match. And it's just it just doesn't mean I, I would imagine that it was probably pretty serious that they had to cancel that quietly like they did. Yeah, I I'd imagine as well. So, listen, I mean, we we got some matches. At, I'll say this: we got some different people on the show. We got yeah. a, got a different faces on the show, which is good, um, because we can't have the same people on every pay per view. Because then, what are we we working towards? So, I'm glad we got a couple new fresh faces on the pay per view. Right. Um. Let's start it off. I'm gonna go big, and then and then and then like bookend it, and then start it off big. Uh, Becky Lynch. Versus Bianca Belair for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. This has been a feud that's been brewing ever since SummerSlam last month. People were mad. Literally never going to watch the show ever again. WWE doesn't know how to build people. They ruin people. And then look at us now. Look at where we are now. (laughs) We're we're at the match. It's finally going to happen. I think people are going to be very surprised at how good this match is. I've heard the match is really good on house shows. But um, I think that people are going to be very shocked at the fact that we probably aren't going to, we're not going to probably see a Bianca win here. Yeah. But there, there could be multiple ways about we learn about it. So what do you think it's going to be kind of like, what do you think it's going to be the result? Do you think anything fishy is going to happen? If, if we were betting this on DraftKings, what would you, what would you bet on? Um, how do you feel like this is going to go down? Becky, <clears throat> Becky rakes the eyes. Or something, unexposed turnbuckle, some type of chicanery in the ring that gets her to get a roll up with the tights or something like that. I I I struggle to to say this to fans of the of this show and of wrestling in general, but I really I really stress to everyone to let this storyline play out because the 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 thrill is in Bianca chasing right now and mm-hmm. getting roadblock roadblocks put in her way and in her path to become the champion again if it was me i wouldn't have her get it back into a like royal rumble and then have her hold it all the way to wrestlemania if it was me because i think that you could potentially do that and then throw people in her way in her path to get there but for the first match don't be shocked if she doesn't win or if there's something screwy that happens I, i think just give it time do you see Sasha showing up? Here, no, no, title, not at the people. Title match that was never, I guess, claimed or something. A little rather, I would. I mean, she could come on with SmackDown and then say that she's still the number one contender. You know, Bianca, you lost. It's me and me and me and uh, me and Becky at whatever October pay per view they had. What is the October pay per view? <laughs> Saudi. No. Um, <laughs> maybe Clash of Champions. Maybe. I think it's Clash. I'm pretty sure it's Clash. Uh, I don't know what it is. What is it? It hasn't been enough. Oh yeah, it's it's supposedly it's Clash, but and that's in um, what day is this? There's no date. Someone's gonna correct me on this. Someone's oh. definitely gonna correct me on this. But yeah, they could do it on TV. 
Mm, okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting Becky Lynch to walk out women's champion nonetheless. Now, what does that come after? Um, I don't think it could be a roll up. Could be disqualification. Could be anything. I can I foresee a roll up. I foresee yep. that. And then um, that's kind of it. But I do expect Sasha Banks to be back at some point. Um, I would I would rather it be someone else. To be honest with you. I I'd rather I, I I'm I'm so serious but, I, but I but I feel I just have a strong feeling. We got a draft. We got a draft coming. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's true. I mean, uh, she could still get moved to Monday Night Raw, and then just they can write her off. She takes that big KOD and <laughs> and and flies off to Monday Night Raw. So maybe that could happen on a SmackDown, not like an actual pay per view, but like on a SmackDown or something. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good match. But again, I'm not looking for. I'm, I'm actually gonna be glad that I'm watching this late because I'm gonna be in Mexico this weekend. So mm-hmm. I'm glad. I, I'm very glad I'm not gonna see the reactions to people if Bianca loses. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, yes, I will be here in America. Um, <laughs> uh, next match. Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus for the WWE United States Championship. This match, of course, happened because Jeff Hardy beat Sheamus in a match on Monday. Pretty good match, too, uh, leading to this triple threat match. I think this is a good thing for Damian to do in order to get both of these guys off of his radar. I feel like they keep him in feuds for way too long. No, I agree. I agree. And I think, you know what? I like the match. I like the fact that the match had stakes and suddenly things can change on any women of dime because that just makes for a great Monday Night Raw episode. But Jeff Hardy being in this match, um, I love it. Damon Priest being against two very notable, very established guys and just being in that vicinity itself is going to do a lot for him as a star. Um, I'm looking forward to this match. I don't know. It's given me um it needs a stipulation cuz it's given me the remember the triple threat match from last year, the triple threat ladder match between Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles. That was amazing. Mhm. I need we need one of those. I think they got the possibility to do that if they're if they allowed them to go crazy like that. I think I think Damian's been waiting to have like that that match. Where it's like, all right, this 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 guy's legit. You know, he he's crazy. He'll do anything. And I and I think that like you team him up with somebody established like that is in this. It works the same way with like the Finn Balor match where he like went crazy in that match too. Let him do that and let him go off like gloves off. And I think he's gonna give us probably this is probably gonna be the slept on match of the of, of the night. To be honest with you, I agree. Next up, Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. This gotta they gotta do this with no with no shenanigans. And I know they're gonna be they're gonna they're gonna be trying to do that, but I don't wanna see like a big superimposed doll in 3D come from the ceiling or nothing. I feel like we're gonna get a little bit of shenanigans. I feel like cause this view gotta extend somehow, but um you know, I I, I think it's gonna I don't know. You know, I don't have, know what to expect from this match. They've only had a match once. Once ever. This is a very rare occasion for two of these girls who's been in WWE for God knows how long. They've only had one match on, on the main roster, at least. Um, 
and now their gimmicks are so like with Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair, I could see how it goes. But with you know Alexa Bliss's latest gimmick, I'm interested to see how she really matches up in her first true like big wrestling encounter. Um, because you know yeah. last month she even Marie. So I'm interested to see kind of how this is going to go. I'm interested to see what Charlotte's going to actually do. But I expect a good match nonetheless because Charlotte just, you don't miss. She don't miss. No, she hasn't missed this year. I think it's going to be a great match. But but here's the thing. People want to see this. So I imagine they're going to be hot for this. They love Alexa. They loathe Charlotte. And they want to see Charlotte get her comeuppance. I think Charlotte is going to win this one, though. I think so too. Did we say who's going to win the U.S. title uh, match? I think Damian's going to retain. Oh, no, yeah, Damian Priest, obviously. I mean, I think obviously. Um, next up in a regular ass match, <laughs> Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Does this, does this get put in the pre-show? You think? No, they can't put it on the pre-show. The people want to see Liv. All right. <laughs> <laughs> The people want to see Liv, and they want to see Carmella, I think. Um, let's put it on. They deserve it. I'm sure Vi- this is part of the... <laughs> this is part the of the... Apology the- package. This is the apology package. <laughs> we'll put you on extreme rules. You know, we don't We don't need two biggie matches. <laughs> you know, I'm hearing Bobby, you know, and, and MVP, they won't be here. So, you know what? We got a slot on the show. We extreme rules. We'll have the match. Here's my thing, right? Some of these matches are gonna go long. There's a very like, smackdown too, by the way. Yeah, very smackdown heavy, of, of of course. But that's because Raw gets off all of their matches on the actual TV show. So that's fair to me, right? Like you got three hours on Raw to do this. SmackDown only gets two. The Seth and Edge, is that official? No. 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 Well, I assume it'll be official soon. All right, but go ahead. That's still a SmackDown match. It is. It definitely is. Yeah. That's still a SmackDown match. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a raw heavy pay-per-view soon, but I mean, I'm not gonna say Raw doesn't have the with with Biggie there now that they don't have the programs to do this, but I think that they should really kind of hold off on the Biggie Bobby Lashley rematch though, for a bigger show. Maybe Saudi. I agree. Maybe Saudi Arabia. Um, I, I got Liv Morgan winning this Carmella match. Yeah, I got Liv Morgan too. Why the hell would Carmella win? <laughs> <laughs> what would we have to? What would anyone have to gain? Um, yeah. Next match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships: The Usos versus the Street Profits. Is this the night where the Bloodline gets shut out? I know we're going to have a very large conversation about Finn Balor in a, in a couple seconds. But do you think it's time for the Street Profits to kind of get back on their game, especially with the, the draft coming up and new teams potentially coming there, either from Raw or NXT? Yes, I do. I think Street Well, I think Street Profits and Usos will stay on the SmackDown show. I think the bloodline is too big part of a SmackDown for it to go to Monday Night Raw, even though, like, last week, I was like, oh, maybe they could go. But now, kind of seeing how everything shaped out over last week, I'm like, damn, they're kind of too big to leave. Yeah. Just to leave the show itself. Um, but with that said, the Street Profits, 
I got them winning this. I want them to win. Maybe it's because I want them to win so much that I'm predicting them to win. But I feel like they should have this one. But, I mean, it's... If they lose this match, I'm sure they'll have another rematch, and we continue to build towards this as well. Um, people really want to see Usos versus New Day at Survivor Series. I'm like, yeah, well, you've seen it mad times before. Do we really need to see it at Survivor Series? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm I'm going with Street Profits. I just I don't know. It's just something in me. I feel like they're they're due, you know. At the very least, this is going to be a banger that I think they're going to get time. I'm glad that they stuck to their guns and didn't make this a ladder match. We've had about four or five ladder matches this year alone, like three in NXT alone. Um, I I think they're going to go crazy on this. And, and I think that the Street Profits do deserve to win this one. I think I think they need to win this match in order to just open it up. I, um, I, I really feel like in, in a lot of ways, like, yes, you can still have the chase, but I, I think that if you got new people coming in, just just let the Street Profits kind of reign supreme and, and have the, the Usos kind of lose that in order to create doubt for the main event. Now, I lo- it looks a little different if they retain. Because that means I, I'm that, that I don't know. I, I feel like either way, you still, you still kind of have doubt for the main event, of course, which is going to be uh, Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor for the Universal Championship. It is an Extreme Rules match. Thank you so much for announcing this five days before <laughs> but um it's like they just realized what the pay-per-view is called yeah i know it, it's kind of and then not, not only that announced it on twitter and then at the very end of raw <laughs> thank, we'll see you. You <laughs> thank you so much um so this is interesting right meals in a lot of ways roman reigns has been kind of being put through the runner the ringer for the past month because we thought, I mean, in the beginning, it was going to be Biggie, Brock Lesnar, of course, who just returned last month, and Finn Balor, who returned as well. Biggie is now the WWE champion, so he's pretty much waiting for the Survivor Series match. That's cool. I think he's going to hold that for some time, at least for the through the end of the year. But now you have the storyline of, as Biggie said on SmackDown, Roman is 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 underestimating Finn Balor in a way. And he also has Brock, who has been teased and will probably be at Extreme Rules. So, where do we go here? I feel like if the Demon loses, it'll probably be the end of the Demon. Right. I know that's, mellow, that's dramatic as hell. But for him to lose out of the gate would just be crazy to me. So, I that's feel like- it's insane. <laughs> Yeah, if he loses, don't bring that demon back. <laughs> um, because the demon is supposed to be essentially foolproof. and But just kind of how they're moving with things, I can't see Roman Reigns losing at this point. He won on Raw twice. This man is... It's the A-show. Smack, SmackDown is truly the A-show for, Smack, for him coming on Raw and winning twice. Like, I don't know. It's it's, it's it's looking tough for Finn Balor. It really is. Like, I would have been, if there wasn't so much shenanigans coming into play with Biggie, with Brock, with Bobby, with so many things coming into play, so I'd be like, yeah, I think Finn could win it. But there's so much stuff standing in the way. 
can Finn Balor like what would a Finn Balor win make sense in this situation? I think a lot of things are being clued to us here. One of them being a crown jewel. The Roman match against Brock will still happen whether he's champion or not. So you're still getting yes. that match regardless. To me, that's yes. a big tell. Another big tell is that if that's the case and Brock's still going to get his match, Roman doesn't really need the title for a while mm. if that's where they're going. Um, Another big tell, obviously Brock showing up in this match being an Extreme Rules match where you already know you'll get the Usos and you already know you're going to get Brock. So... I think the I think the odds are a little bit better and stacked in the demon's favor, because the question is now, Meals, how is Roman going to get out of this? <laughs> you know, how is he going to get out of this one? Mm. You're right. I don't know. Because, I don't know um, I I wanna I want to I want to call it for Finn Balor here. I want to say Finn will win. I think that, again, people will probably bellyache because I don't see Finn coming up off the belt unless he does it like they always do a Survivor Series like the week before the damn show or the two days before the show where they have a title change. But um, I don't think I, I, mean, I wouldn't mind Finn versus Biggie. I think that'd be good for Survivor Series. No, that would be that would be fire. That would be. I, I, I mean, you don't got to give away Biggie versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> you really don't. Not now, at least. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still conflicted. In order to give people what they want, he can't lose here. And he can't lose the Brock. So that means he's going to beat every baby face on the way to a match that everyone wants in Survivor Series. And then and then what with Roman? You know what I mean? And then what? Drew, if he goes to SmackDown, that's not even a guarantee. And if Drew beats Roman, I'm telling you right now... <laughs> People are going to fucking bitch and moan about that for fucking months, dude. Right. Whew. They're going to be very upset about that meal. I don't, and like, I've been saying this for weeks. I do not envy the people who are doing creative for Roman Reigns right now because all of it has to make sense for his character. I do think he'll get the belt back. Honestly. By, by like Royal Rumble, I think he'll, he'll have it going into work. Yeah, I think he'll have it going into Mania. What is the harm? And this is the same shit I said about Kevin Owens months ago. What's the harm in giving him like a one to two month reign? What What's the harm in that? I don't know. After a three hundred very against it eighty. <laughs> <laughs> After like a, a three hundred ninety day reign, like we get it. <laughs> we understand. This is a title that always has like really lengthy reigns. Or like really right. like, I, and I and this one means a lot. But Roman can still be Roman without the title to me. That's why I'm like, okay, I'm leaning towards the demon here because there's new storylines that can open up. My thing about Finn is that I don't think he'll be the forefront of the show if he's the champion. I just don't. I'm gonna pick Finn Balor for winning this match. I think. Okay. It's going to help with this underlying storyline of Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. And it's the demon. 
and God knows. If the demon is extinguished, I don't know what to say to that demon. I don't know. I don't know that man no more. <laughs> Send him to Raw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, something, you know, sorry for that man. But I'm going to go with the demon Finn Balor, which if I were a betting man, a smart bet would be Roman Reigns. Right. I don't know. I just feel like Finn Balor. I, I'm feeling Finn Balor in this instance. Yeah, I I, just, I don't I really don't see I I don't see a path here for Finn if he loses here in his alter ego. And I don't see it being very cool if Roman goes through Finn with chicanery and all this extreme shit and then goes through Brock three and a half, four weeks later, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to have him lose this, but get one over on Brock. And then have Brock kind of because because my thing is this like you can argue this all day these two don't need the title they've done it before you good you do it for a blood feud and it, and it and it works well for me there and then Roman can go back to it it also Romans opens up Roman to being in the Royal Rumble this year as well yep. which he wasn't last year absolutely like it it, it opens up a, a path where it's like you get better storylines with Roman trying to win the Royal Rumble. Brock foils him again, trying to do this. Brock foils like there's there. I, to me, I think it just opens up the opportunity so much better to have him to have him do that, and then Finn gets to face off against newcomers coming from from Raw or NXT. He gets to be like the the next generation there, and I think he's a, he's a good babyface to put the title on, man. I, I honestly do. So yeah, I'm gonna go Finn Balor. I will probably be wrong. Love <laughs> it. Uh, how do you think the show is going to go? Um, no, it'll be fine. Pay-per-views are usually foolproof. Give me wrestling. Give me um, people who wrestle. They're usually pretty foolproof. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, what I want you to do is I want you, after the show's over, I want you to text me thumbs up or thumbs down. Nothing else <laughs> oh, okay. for the show. Nothing you know, else. Critic, baby. I'm a tough critic. You know me. Nah, I think you. I think you. I think you like the show. I, I just want. No, actually, no. You, 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 no spoiler, but give me like a. Give me like a. Yeah, that was one of the ones or something like that. Like, yeah, the main event, huh? You fucking. You know what I mean? Don't. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Thank you. Can we get one more? Can we get one more, Rick Ross? Before we go. Oh, okay. All right. I wasn't ready. Hold on. Give me. I'll be right here. Um. Rick Ross. First of all, shout out to everyone who just kind of tuning into the show and everybody like that. Shout out to everyone who's listening. I, we don't say it enough, um, but big energy throughout this entire show. Big black nigga. Mm. <laughs> big black nigga. Big I, black. I, I can't. I can't. I, <laughs> I can't call the episode this. No. BBN. Oh, well, there you go. B- BBN. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the A Show. Uh, make sure to tune in to Extreme Rules. And afterwards, we're going to be on Spaces. Uh, I, I unfortunately won't be able to be there. I, I would not have watched the show, but everyone from the crew will be there uh, talking on Spaces after the show. Make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. We are so close to doing the Hot Chip Challenge. So close, okay? 
three dollars is all it takes to to embarrass Niels and myself. That's all it takes. Just three dollars. Um, of course, you got new episodes of the Rewriters Room. They had a fantastic episode last week. Rebooking, pretty much the AEW territory. I think if you're if you're if you're somebody who hasn't watched the show and haven't been interested, I would definitely listen to Armand, CC, and Channing's views on AEW and stuff like that. It kind of echoes some of the things that I said about my month watching it, but also you know, provide some really good insight on things that I didn't even think about. So um, make sure you check out the Rewriters Room. That's available now on our channel, as well as the War Report with Cyrus and Quan. I don't know how Cyrus does it, but Quan keeps them sane. So uh, <laughs> make sure you listen to their reviews of NXT and AEW, Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, and Beyond. Uh, we'll be back next week with the landscape after Extreme Rules as we head towards Crown Jewel now. Uh, and a new and a new month of WWE. So for meals, I'm Justin. Thank you for listening to the A Show, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>